welcome to Nerd Factory Reboot! Thank you, thank you very much for all that applause. So, we are back, basically I am back, it's not a we. I'm back and we are gonna have a lot of fun together. So, what we're gonna do is a little bit different from everything that we used to do. So, um, technically, we're gonna have an episode once per week where we analyze the news that happens in um, gaming, talk about it. If I find a game that I think that's good for you guys, I'm gonna recommend it to you. And if I can... Maybe, I don't know, find enough support. Why not do a bit of a trophy guide, right? Could be nice. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's start with the first news of today. Actually, not today, but rather something that's been going on for some time now, unfortunately. Believe it or not, which I actually don't think it's that hard to believe, Activision is being sued by the state of California. It's being sued because of misdemeanor and um, really just terrifying behavior and basically the way they treated their employees. Apparently, they treated their employees so bad that one of them, one of them, unfortunately, committed suicide. Now, this is, this is just absolutely unbelievable. Like, we all knew that Activision was never a really good company. We knew that they were greedy, that they were bad, that they hurt people. But seriously, Activision, you go so far as to... What? Make someone commit suicide? Now, there are some facts and basically news out there as to why this has happened or the reason for it. But the fact is, what's going on? And I think that, for, for my perspective, from my perspective, I think that it's fair to say that we need to do something as gamers. Now, the thing is that we, all of us as gamers, we really don't apparently care about this kind of stuff, or probably we don't see it. The fact is that while many of us are on Twitter and see these news and basically react to it, many people still don't. And Activision needs to be held uh, accountable. Many people to this day buy lots of FIFA, they buy lots of Call of Duty, they play them, they do all of this, they play Ubisoft games, and then we say, yeah, we hate these companies, they're bad companies, EA, Ubisoft, Activision, all are evil, the trifecta of evil. But the problem is that, okay, they're evil, sure, what are we doing about it? I, for one, I have not bought a Call of Duty game in a long time. I haven't even played it in a long time. The last game that I played, and basically bought, uh, was Infinite Warfare, and I actually enjoyed that game back then, and, you know, the remastered of Modern Warfare. But this, this isn't that. Like, seriously, think about it, what the hell is going on? Why are we letting all of this happen? At this point, I think people should be so angry that they let Activision know that, hey, we are not with you. We hate you. We did the same thing with Battlefield 2. Remember when everyone was mad at them, they had to react. And their reaction, while not perfect, it led to many changes that we're going to talk about a little bit in the, um, the episode. But for now, I think that we should actually send Activision a message. Like, seriously. Now, more news that came on this front came from Jason Schreier saying that, yeah, he wanted to actually expose these kinds of things, but he was waiting for the right time. And apparently, 
The reason Warcraft 3 Reforged sucked so bad was because that there was, well, a myriad of issues going in. Apparently there was no clear direction, there was no clear goal, there, there were fights between the developers, the creators, everyone. They had no idea what they were doing and they made this game as a way to say, well, I don't want to swear, but you know, F you to Activision. So, yeah, apparently they made it so bad on purpose. I did not know that. According to Jason Schreier, this was because of this so, so much discord that was happening in the team and basically there was no clear goal or anything going on. They had no idea what was going on and, well, honestly, yeah, if, if, it, if it were me as a developer, if they left me in charge and yet they had no clue what was going on, yeah, I think everyone would do what they did. I mean, the game was awful. How do you make a game out of Warcraft 3 and make it so bad? It's impossible, but yet they did it. Great job, I think, Activision, Blizzard, which one of you? I mean, I just hope that Overwatch and Overwatch 2 will not be affected, but I, I have no idea what to say. I mean, seriously, Activision, what the hell? So anyways, that's for Activision. I think that we should do something, people. Maybe stop playing their damn game. Maybe just don't support them. Maybe just don't buy anything from them. I mean, sure, it's just Sony has a close relationship with Activision, while Microsoft has a close relationship with EA. But for now, I think that Sony should even rethink the relationship with Activision if all of these are true. If everything that Activision did, the frat behavior, frat-like behavior that's been said, the terrifying things that they did behind the scenes that led to somebody committing suicide... Trust me, it's not easy to even contemplate suicide. Imagine the amount of uh, mental pressure she went through that she even considered doing a suicide. This is not this is not an easy subject, people. Think about it. When somebody contemplates suicide, it means they're in so much trouble, so much pain that they considered it let alone doing it. So please do not support Activision for a while. Let them get the message. And when I say for a while, I mean as long as it takes to see a good reaction from them. We want to see them change their leadership. We want to see the same thing happen with Ubisoft even, or EA. We want to see them take a new step. We want them to actually give a damn about developers, gamers, their staff, like seriously, I don't know if you guys know, but apparently Call of Duty Vanguard has had this problem for a while as well, and it's just sad, I mean, probably the game is going to be very bad, but it's not the developer's fault, apparently they had so much trouble during the development, they had no clue again what to do, which seems to be a common theme now in the Activision circle, and they are just basically just limping along thinking that yeah we are doing this we are slowly but surely getting there so i think that at this point something should be done like the mental health of every developer is very important if they are in good shape then yes the games they make will be awesome if they are not i have no idea how Va vanguard is going to turn out but i sure as hell hope 
that it turns out well for the developers at least. Because because of the rumors leaks that we keep hearing, it doesn't look like it's gonna be a great game. And honestly, honestly, I I just want to see these guys uh, succeed. I mean, they worked hard for their game, and it's not fair to say that yeah, it's gonna suck. Because look, it, if it if it actually sucks, then developers are gonna be punished for it. They're gonna lose some of their people. They're gonna lose money they're gonna it's it's not it's not just fair to them okay let's not hope that thing happens so anyways that was for activision on the other side of the coin and news believe it or not this is the i have no clue how i'm even able to say this but apparently ea is now good what the hell yeah believe it or not they are good i mean look at it they for some reason made the EA Play one of the good ones. Huh. Who would have thought? Seriously. Who? I I'm taking basically bets to see who was able to guess. So what happened at this EA Play? At this EA Play, we were introduced to a myriad of new games. Games that were basically really awesome and games that, well, basically we knew about them but uh, it was nice to finally see them happen so for one we did not get any new news about any Star Wars games we didn't get anything about I don't know uh, FIFA hell I wanted to see a gameplay of the FIFA 22 I want to see what the hell is different that they are charging us 70 bucks seriously high promotion what the hell is that what the hell is that that you guys think that hey let's let's just Let's just basically charge seventy bucks. But if you if you uh, if you want a tip, just wait until Christmas or New Year's. It's gonna be probably around thirty bucks, twenty bucks. Is it worth that much? Well, probably not. But if you are really, really focused on getting the game, or if you have never, if you never got a FIFA game but you want it, trust me. When there's a sale, it's gonna drop a lot. And usually around Christmas and New Year's, it drops way below what you think so anyways uh, let's see what EA actually um, they actually have um, basically announced so this is very cool they announced something called battlefield hub or portal basically portal is that they have um, a selection of previous maps from previous battlefield games you can make your own rules you can put your own um, logic there you can put so many different things there that makes it so unique to you and you're gonna make probably a new game mode out of it so basically the way to describe it would be like you know if you, if you were playing something like Warcraft 3 on PC obviously and uh, you you chose a map or you made a map you put the map there and you put your own rules and slowly but surely creates a new game called Dota yeah <laughs> like think about it if somebody actually goes through this and they make a new mode out of this maybe we see a new game be born out of that chaos I mean Dota was born out of that they had so much freedom that they created a new goddamn mode and a new game later on called Dota 2. Like Dota was a game but you had to play it as a mod on uh, Warcraft 3. Dota 2 was a whole game on its own. 
a new one. Jesus Christ! Now think about that happening with Battlefield. They are giving you that freedom. You have the freedom to create your own mode, your own, uh, I don't know, set of rules, anything that you want in older maps. And that's pretty cool. And at the trailer, they actually give a nod to Bad Company, which made me really mad because now I'm thinking, what the hell? Why aren't we seeing a Battlefield Bad Company free? Hell, why aren't we seeing anything about Skate 4? Didn't they say that they will probably show something really soon? What happened? <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, yeah, they announced that. They also announced a new indie game, which actually looks really good. I actually liked it. It was uh, <clears throat> not that bad. But then came something that probably nobody, nobody expected to actually be real. I mean, at this point, we knew it was happening, but we didn't know that if it was happening for sure. So believe it or not, yeah, Dead Space Remake has been announced. Holy shit! Dead Space, coming back. It's a remake. Yeah, not a remaster. Big difference. So it's a remake. Huh. What can we expect from this? Well, here's the thing. They said there's no microtransaction. It's single player only. It's going to have amazing visual fidelity. No, no load screen. And the story and the gameplay will be improved upon. When, when they say story, I'm thinking like, what do you want to even improve? The game was a masterpiece. Number one and two were perfect. If you want to improve anything, improve number three. That one was shit. Like, seriously. It was so cool at times. Like, if you have played it, you probably know why it was so cool. I'm not going to spoil it for people who want to play it. But the story was shit. And the action-focused gameplay was shit. Other than that, there were so many things that were so cool about it, and we know why the third one was shit, as was Mass Effect 3 uh, on the story part, is because EA was so greedy that they said, yeah, just release it, we don't we don't need extra content, like, like screw that, content, what the hell, we want money, put the game out, so yeah, that, that's probably why, but they say that um, the re remake is going to be pretty awesome, and that's pretty cool, um, one other thing is that EA Motive is making the game, and it's a remake, but at the same time, we have another studio, Callisto Project, coming out. This game is made by the original developers of Dead Space. Seriously, think about that. We are going to have two Dead Space games in a short span of time. And when I say short, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but still, anyways, we're going to have it. I mean, one of them is Dead Space, the other one is made by developers of Dead Space, and the game looks like Dead Space, for God's sake. It's like Back for Blood, which basically looks like Left 4 Dead. Technically the same game, I think, even, at this point. I am super excited for it, I always wanted to see Left 4 Dead free, but since we're not, I mean, I'm cool with Back for Blood, I mean, I know it's gonna be amazing. Anyways, after that, let's get to something else. Now. We're going to talk about some rumors here. Just rumors. <laughs> I'm not going to give you anything on my own. I mean, I don't have any sources to talk about. But let's talk about things that people are talking about. Well, apparently Dragon Age 4 is a slated for 2023 release. Which means that in 2022, we are going to see a lot of this game. Now, honestly... I think it's pretty dope that the game is gonna be coming out in 2023. I mean, I thought probably take takes more time, but I'm super excited for Dragon Age 4, people! Seriously! 
I mean, this is a continuation of the Dragon Age 3, and if you play Dragon Age 3, which I'm not gonna spoil it, go... Jesus Christ, I'm not gonna spoil it, because I know if I do, I'm gonna be crucified here. If you have finished it, you probably know why I'm so damn excited. I mean, Constable even shows what I want to happen in the fourth one. Jesus, I'm so excited for number four. Hell, I'm even replaying the free... Uh, the third game on my P uh, PC right now. I mean, it just feels so good. But I really hope that it's really good. I mean, the year that Dragon Age Inquisition actually won Game of the Year was a slow year, so... I want this time, if they win Game of the Year, it'll be because it's Bioware. They know what they're doing, and at the same time, we have Mass Effect 4. Seriously, yeah, what, ha what happened there? I mean, sometimes you do some amazing stuff stuff you create some amazing games you bring back dead franchises but sometimes you're just a dick like seriously hey choose a side if you want to be cool be cool if you don't then stop being cool <laughs> anyways that's for dragon age 4 respawn entertainment the creators of titanfall apex legends and Jedi Fallen Order have announced that they are working on a new single-player game set in a unique universe. Now, my problem with this is, well, Respawn, I love you, but what the hell? Titanfall servers are so bad they're getting hacked left and right. People can't play the damn game. And Apex is having the same problems as well, not as bad as Titanfall, but they have those problems. So, what the hell? I mean... Can you fix those? I mean, I, I think I heard somewhere that it's only one person or two people working on the problems. I mean, seriously? Really? That's not cool, man. What the hell? Anyways, aside from that, um, what about the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, man? We need it. And if you're working on Apex, if you're working on a new single-player game, how much time do you guys have left to work on Jedi Fallen Order 2? I mean, I know probably Respawn is a big team. I have no idea how many there are in that studio that if they have the capacity to create three multiple games next to each other. But seriously, I I just don't know. I mean, really? Somebody enlightened me. Do you guys even think it's possible that they can do this? I have no clue if that is happening. But still, I am excited for anything they make. Anything. They are amazing. Also, also. Now, because of some of the leaks, we have heard something new, is that the new Overwatch deathmatch map, Malavento, has been announced accidentally early. Now, this was apparently going to be announced today, but because of the lawsuit that is going on, it was probably delayed, and unfortunately, well, leaked. Now, this is probably a new map that uh, is just for deathmatch, but because of the um, loss that's going on, they probably delayed it, and they're probably going on, basically, well, they're going dark on media. And speaking of that, all of the Activision Blizzard accounts have gone dark, believe it or not. So which accounts are we talking about? Well, it seems that almost every account that is related to Activision has gone dark ever since the lawsuit. So Call of Duty, Treyarch, Play Overwatch, Raven Software, all of them are 
basically they, they all went dark and they have not responded to anyone or talked to anyone um, since July 21 however as I'm checking right now the overwatch account has posted something on July 22nd which is today basically um, actually no not today sorry um, yesterday and then we have of course Raven Software they have been dark since July 21st as has been Treyarch and the others it seems only Overwatch has posted something but still the point remains that they are probably not too keen on I don't know just saying anything I mean at this point Activision you guys should just acknowledge the terrible things that you guys have done and just say sorry and be better we don't need a petty sorry from you guys just say we are sorry no we need you guys to say we're sorry and we're going to be better people going forward and yes we give a shit about our developers and our players good job but actually act on it like seriously EA I'm not gonna say they're perfect but I don't hate them as much as I hate Activision I Wow, I was about to go nuts. But seriously, think about all the bad things Activision has done. Do you guys even remember what they did with the developers of uh, Infinite, Infinity Ward? Infinity Ward developers who are now working and have made the studio Respawn Entertainment, they had lots of issues with Activision and they were fired. That's why Modern Warfare 3 was not as good as the first two. And I don't really like Modern Warfare 3. Not the story, not the gameplay. It's not as good as the first two. That's a fact. If there are people out there who like it, good for you. I'm happy that you do. But to me, it's not the same game. It's just so bad. At the same time, they also had so many issues. So many issues with Bungie that led them to actually get away from them and celebrate getting away from Activision. Activision is basically cancer at this point. I mean, look at their games. Why? Why are their games so freaking huge somebody said on twitter that they have uninstalled black ops cold war and warzone and they freed 384 gigs of their hard drive or their ssd I'm, I'm not sure on which system they were playing but still i was like 384 gigs for two games dude i have like 10 games and they barely get around 300 and they're awesome games. And that's probably one of the reasons why I refuse to play Call of Duty games. I'm not that desperate to have this game. I mean, even on mobile. It's fun on mobile, but still, it's just unbelievable. So yeah, Activision sucks. Let's move on from that. So, unfortunately, Xbox has leaked the release date for Assassin's Creed Valhalla's second expansion, Siege of Paris. The leak release date is 5th of August. This was supposedly not going to be leaked, but unfortunately they leaked it. What the hell? And, well, yeah, it's coming. It's coming on 5th of August. And, yes, Ubisoft did post a little video introducing the characters and stuff like, like a cheat sheet, I think. It was pretty cool. On the other side, we have a Nintendo Giga leak, which includes Pokemon, Me Concept, and more. And this is still getting read through, and people are doing it. It's just so much. I mean, wow, 
GigaLeak. If you are interested in seeing what the leak is all about, and if you want to take a look at it yourself, please go to Gaming Leaks and Rumors Reddit page. Uh, I'm not affiliated with them, I just like them. It's a pretty cool Reddit page. If you want, you can go there and see this leak for yourself. It's pretty cool, but yeah, it's gonna take a long time to read through all of them if you even want to. I mean, it's a Giga League, it's so huge. If you can actually download it first. Uh, anyways, on part of this um, Giga League was the beta for Zoo Tycoon 2 Marine 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 Mania. Oh, sorry. Marine Mania. I thought it was like Marine Marina. Marine Mania was part of it, and this was part of the Giga League. I'm probably coming to Nintendo Switch. I mean, what other consoles do they have right now? Um, so, yeah, pretty cool, right? Yeah. So, now that we come to this part, we talked about every rumor. We talked about leaks. We talked about so many things. And... There are other things that we can talk about right now, but here's just something I want to talk to. If you unfortunately are working at a company where they're hurting you, they are harming your psyche, if you're not happy there, please, for the love of God, quit, seek help, and share your story. It is not worth working in a company where you are mentally under pressure so definitely quit it's not worth it trust me i have been working somewhere of course before covid that it was just a nightmare to work for those people they had you under their control and surveillance 24 7. it sucked it was not fair to me or to anyone working there so I quit. I seeked help. I talked to people. I talked to um, a few doctors. I talked to my family members to reassure myself that I'm not the person they think I am. Because that's what they did. I've seen so many people work there who... It, it was like a, I don't know, a concentration camp. It was so bad. Like everyone believed that they sucked, that these guys were the best, and you won't believe how much they gouged people out of their pockets. It was insane the amount of money they got and how much they gave us. So I had to actually seek help to make sure that I, with this kind of experience, I'm not a bad guy, that I know what I'm doing. And after that, when it came to sharing my story, well, unfortunately, it wasn't that successful basically because of the system that's that goes on here and how easy it is to get away with stuff like this i mean if you have money you get away with it nobody gives a shit but at least i was happy that many people came and helped and we were able to actually expose them well yes it didn't amount to anything in the court but outside of the court it did amount to something they were hit pretty hard by the negative press and yes they lost a lot of people working for them and a lot of uh, customers so please if you're working in such an environment it is really really not worth it I know it's it, these days these times are tough we need the money to live we need so many things but is it worth you 
losing your mind over the littlest of stuff to feel hostile all the time by people who are supposed to protect you, to help you, to support you. Please, if you're working in such an environment, just quit. If you need the help, get the help to come back to what you were, who you were. After that, if you have the courage, if you if you can, just expose them. So if you're working on if you're working for Activision for Blizzard, trust me. Your your safety, your health matters first and foremost. And I know it is hard. I know it's not an easy job, but please consider it. And if you can, do it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that if this case goes forward and this lawsuit goes forward, then yeah, you get your chance to expose them. And that's just going to be a great day for gaming, I think, if that ever comes to pass. Anyways, let's continue with the happier news. <laughs> so, let's see. So now we're going to talk about Fall Guys. Fall Guys 5th season has started. And at the same time, we are seeing Ratchet and Clank having a crossover with these guys. So yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. The crossover is happening. And <laughs> it's coming. And that's, that's pretty awesome. I did not think that that it was real. I mean, I did see the leaks, but I never thought that it would happen. I mean, especially since the season five was announced, but nothing from Ratchet and Clank. But they did announce an event. So if you are interested, 26th of July until the 1st of August is the event for Ratchet himself. And for Clank, I think it starts from August 6th, I believe. Um, I gotta check on that, so don't quote me on it. I mean, you can probably go to their Instagram or Twitter if you want to be absolutely sure. But for the Ratchet, I know that it's July 26th. Anyways, aside from that, um, what was I supposed to talk about? For some reason, I lost my train of thought. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, Flight Simulator, if you are an Xbox player and Game Pass, you probably have a Game Pass if you are an Xbox player is coming uh, real soon so get excited it's probably around uh, 40 gigabytes as has been reported but if you want to play on offline and you don't think you can play it online you don't have the speed or you don't have the data cap then you can download 56 gigabytes which allows you to play it offline pretty awesome also also team asobi is probably working on a new game and this game is gonna have lots of humor in it now this game, if you're wondering who the hell Team Asobi even is, Team Asobi are the creators of Astro's Playroom. Yeah, those guys. And I'm super excited, but we are not sure if their new game is Asobi, sorry, if it is um, basically uh, Astro or not, or if it is a new IP, we are not sure. At the same time, we still have no news whatsoever about um, basically Sony's event, apparently it's going to be on August, we are not sure, we don't know for sure, some leakers are saying it's August 8th, we don't know. Anyways, aside from that, believe it or not, seriously, this is a cool thing that's happening, Konami just announced 
that um, eFootball is coming to every console PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PC and of course mobile phones it is coming there and it's for free so PES or Pro Evolution Soccer is dead like winning 11 before it and now only eFootball exists eFootball is gonna be of course Konami's answer to none other than FIFA however it's just gonna be free to play and with the roadmap that they have shown they plan on making the game um, available to play on every major console they haven't talked about Nintendo Switch for some reason I think I think they have um, I just gotta check on that but the main thing is that they want to have crossplay between every single console there is so okay now I got the roadmap for you so apparently it's gonna be free to play but early autumn when the game actually launches you will have local matches with renowned clubs these are Barcelona Bayern Munich Juventus Manchester United Arsenal um, and some others that I have no idea who these teams are Jesus how it is renowned and I, I have no clue what they are which teams are they from anyways I, I, I really have no clue I mean one of them has a shield and says carp the other one is SPFC are, are these really are these really football teams how are they renowned that I don't know I'm not gonna say that I'm the biggest football fan no I mean I, I know about Bundesliga Bundesliga I know about uh, Italian League Spanish League uh, Premier League because you know basically we grow we grew up playing football and loving it but seriously I have never seen these clubs I think it's probably Konami's own clubs I don't know. Anyways, on Early Adam, we're going to have the new engine, all-new game engine rollout. We're going to have these teams, which are nine teams that are going to uh, allow you to have local matches with. We have cross-generation matches, which means that PS5 can play with PS4, Xbox Series with Xbox One. On Autumn itself, we're going to have online leagues. The name has to be confirmed. Um, the leagues will be opened, we will have team building mode, which will be opened, and we'll have cross-platform matches, which means PlayStation, Steam, and Xbox can play with each other, and match pass system. They have yet to actually give more information, that's just why I'm just reading the roadmap. In winter, we're going to have eSports tournament kickoff, we're going to have cross-platform matches, which basically means uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Apple phones, Android, and Steam will be able to play all together. Seems really weird, by the way. I'm gonna tell why. And mobile controller support. So, here's the thing that I find so weird. So this game is gonna be ba basically available everywhere, and they said that in the future they're gonna create DLC that lets you buy some popular teams. This means that if Premier League is not in this game at the start, they're gonna add it very soon, and you're gonna be able to buy it as a DLC. I had a friend who thought that you can buy it like NFT, but that's probably never happening. I mean, NFTs are not the same as DLC. And if Konami is that dumb to actually go to NFTs, Jesus Christ, the game is going to tank so, so hard. But here are my problems. I understand that they want to do free-to-play so that they can compete with FIFA after having their game even be cheaper than FIFA and yet not selling. But, 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 
I have so many problems with this idea. I mean, the idea seems good and fine, whatever. The problem that I have with it, that really just goes on my nerve, like what the hell, is what is the point? So until winter, we're just gonna have nine teams. Okay, just nine. And in the roadmap, they do not mention anything surrounding the new teams being added. All they say is that online leagues will be open and we will have esports tournament kickoff. So where are the new teams? So until winter, we're going to have just nine teams to play locally or no, the online is going to be different. I mean, they don't say. For all we know is that early autumn, we're just going to be able to play locally. Uh, autumn itself, we're going to have online matches and... Um, when you get to winter, more stuff are going to happen. Between basically every single thing that's out there, you can play. And here comes my second big issue. So, okay, with the DLC, how is it going to work? Are we going to buy teams separately? Like, if I want Chelsea, I have to pay 5 bucks for it or 2 bucks for it? I don't know. Or you can buy it as a whole package. I mean, if it was a whole package, I think it would be much better... I mean, let's be clear here, if there were teams that I could choose to play, um, I would probably choose Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool, but the fact is that these guys are the best teams of Premier League, and if they put it at separate DLC, which would suck, that would mean that you probably spend a lot of money just to get those teams, but if you get a package, even if a package co included the terrible teams of Premier League, then... I think that's much more fair, considering that, instead of basically going after every team that you probably want but probably can't remember, and if you do remember, it's going to cost a lot of money. It just sucks. I mean, there, there will be a huge list of DLC at that point, which would be so convoluted that you're just going to give up on it and go away. And here comes my next problem. What is, what is this plan of having the game play with every console and mobile phone there is? I don't understand this, and here's here's my problem. The reason that I don't understand this, the reason that I think this is a bad plan, is that basically you are, well, the the gameplay. How is it going to be the same across all of those devices, unless you plan on actually, I don't know, bringing the game down completely to the level of mobile phones, and apparently, it's not going to be cloud version or anything. No. It's basically the same application that you have right now that you're playing Pro Evolution Soccer on. It's just going to be an update that changes it to eFootball. So, technically, anything that you can do, for example, on FIFA, that is only available on consoles because of the power of consoles and PC, well, you should be able to do it on mobile phones as well, apparently, according to Konami. And that sucks, because I don't think so. It's a different beast altogether. If this was the case, then why the hell would we need consoles? <laughs> so, I don't get it, I mean, which means that they're probably going for super arcade um, football game at this point. And how is it going to be competitive? And how is it going to even compare? What kind of a netcode are they going to even use that can support all these stuff, cross-play like that? I mean, I don't have a problem with PC... PlayStation and Xbox playing together, that's that's the main thing that's going to happen. But when you say you're going to bring iPhone and Android into that mix, that is just a big no from me. 
that may be from me and many people might say that no it's gonna work don't worry about it I'm just gonna say that yeah it probably will be a problem and nine teams only out of which only five I know and the rest I have no clue which teams they are it's gonna be a bit bit weird I don't know I really don't know let's hope for the best and I really want them to succeed I don't want them to fail the reason is that if they succeed then EA will back off from 70 bucks pricing they will back off from uh, so many um, terrible strategies that they have uh, implemented for FIFA everything will change they will start to um, become different so basically we don't know I just hope that they become a serious competitor to EA previously they were trying to be a serious competitor they failed but now I just hope they can I just hope that they get so popular or actually work hard that well they can basically push away um, FIFA from the spotlight a little bit so that FIFA can change for the better I mean seriously it's the same game every year I mean FIFA 21 I loved it on PS5 big difference graphically gameplay wise almost the same as every other game I mean I know hardcore FIFA fans who are gonna say that no this is different this is that different. this is like two hitboxes different but <laughs> as a casual I don't get that and while I understand that FIFA has its own fans that they are so diehard that they will buy it no matter what I implore you don't buy FIFA 22 until at least we see something good about it I, I know that people are gonna pre-order are gonna even buy it outright but please don't do that they, they just get more greedy and greedy that's how we can't do anything anyways here's a cool fact and this actually just it didn't just come in it's um, nine minutes ago IGN posted it I'm just gonna say it so Blizzard president Jay Allen Brack has emailed staff about the company's harassment lawsuit calling the reported behavior completely unacceptable and pledging to discuss issues with employees so in other words it's just playing around I mean seriously uh, you expect people to believe this situation right now look just pledging to talk just pledging to fix things is not the same as fixing it for real I mean we have had so many politicians that just say yeah we're pledging to change the country we're gonna do so many things so what the hell what happened nothing we still have the same issues we still have the same things they just played so the people would be well for the for the for the time they would just say that okay fine we um, we will be okay and you know we let's just let's just be uh, friendly with them for now but that's not the case you guys should take so much more uh, initiative here this is not the way people you got to work harder Activision Blizzard all of you this is not the way you're hurting people and leadership needs to change not talking to employees your leadership needs to change your culture needs correction hell the CEO of Activision just gives himself a million and million dollars of bonus for fun and then he's like oh we sold bad oh that's that's a problem okay I take like two millions less that's pretty cool for me dude your employees don't have money they need money you're taking the money 
from them and saying that, okay, I'm not going to take that much money. And I'm not going to give it to my employees either. I'm just going to not take it. What the hell? Ugh. Makes me mad. On the other side of the news, Coalition, the creators of Gears of War 5, or basically Gears 5, for some reason, for, I never understood why they dropped Of War from the title. Like, Gears 5. Why? I mean, fans call it that. But the company? Should they call it that? Well, it's a different type of a different time. Anyways, they said that they will show the Unreal Engine 5 Alpha Point demo next week on Monday. However, they did show a little bit of the demo, um, which was pretty awesome. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. It's just so cool. We've seen some screenshots of it. I'm not sure if the if we have any, um, basically, um, videos of it, but it looks really good. And please, console war people, don't don't fight about it. I mean, it, it looks really good. It, the beard looks so fuzzy on the guy. You just want to you know, brush it. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And on the other side of lighter news, you can pet cats, monkeys, and foxes in Ghost of Tsushima Iki Island expansion. The expansion comes out in August. It'll cost $20 for the current PS4 players and 30 bucks for the PS5 players. If you're wondering what you're getting for the PS5 version, well, here's the thing. I don't believe that it's necessary to get the PS5 version because, and here's a big because, it only comes with the DualSense stuff and um, lip sync for the Japanese. Now you might be saying, whoa, those are a lot of things, but okay, 10 bucks for just that is not fair. Now think about it. I have seen, I have played Ghost of Tsushima on PS5. And the update they gave was basically 4K dynamic with 60 frames per second. Same thing on the PS5 version. So on visual side, no improvement whatsoever. You're just getting DualSense features. Is it really worth 10 bucks? That is why I'm not so sure. So let's at least wait and see if it is worth it. But if you are interested in playing Ghost of Tsushima Iki Expansion, 20 bucks. Pretty fair, if you ask me, especially since we are hearing that it'll be around 20 hours to finish it. That That's a little bit... a, a, a lot. That's why I'm having issues accepting that, because finishing the game itself doesn't... Like, it's, it's not that long. It's probably 27 hours, apparently, to finish it. But an expansion to be 20 hours, I mean, this is counting every single thing you can do. Side quests, collectibles, everything. But 20 hours seems a bit seems a bit much unless it is full of side quests in which case maybe but still it seems that this expansion is worth it and if it is the real size or this comparative it's gonna be a big place is it gonna be super big place probably not don't expect that much but it's gonna be pretty well big anyways guys thank you for joining our podcast my podcast sorry um, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, it's going to be a weekly thing. We're going to talk about rumors, we're going to talk about leaks, we're going to talk about news, we're going to discuss the news, and I hope that this new format is good and that you guys like it. I'm basically doing a reboot of everything that Nerd Factory was all about. We're ch- uh, I'm actually changing it. Of course, when I say we, I actually mean the people who are helping me as well. So, yeah, we are changing some things to make it um, better and easier 
and uh, yeah so please um, if you like it please share subscribe and follow us and I hope you enjoyed this episode I think I and if you have any kind of um, basically um, recommendation do not hesitate to tell me to contact me and uh, that's pretty much it also also before I finish hey PS5 console owners if you have PlayStation 5 and if you have an Apple um, ID just go ahead and get six months of Apple TV plus now on your PS5 all you need to do is to enter your credit card information and before the six month is up you can simply just cancel the subscription but you get it for six months all you have to do find the Apple TV from search or all apps in your media home different from your game home download and open the Apple TV follow the instructions which can be with you know going to a link or using the QR code to sign in when you sign in you go in you're good to go and well if you don't have your payment options you can put it in and enjoy your content pretty cool yeah that's pretty awesome anyways guys thank you for joining i hope you enjoyed this episode and i'll see you guys next time next week and hopefully we'll have better news to talk about instead of all this crap that activision has been doing and let's hope for some good news until next time guys